You are listening to the Live From Your Heart podcast. This podcast gives you practical tools and context on how you can have peace, joy, and success in every area of your life, simply by living from your heart. I am your host, Coach Courtney King, the Heart Mentor. The insight you receive is centered upon pragmatic research conducted by the International Institute of Pneumatology. I encourage you to ruminate and then apply these concepts to your own life so that you can create your own heaven on earth. Let's get into it. So there are many believers who have recognized that what they have been taught in their particular denomination is not really functional and it's not bringing them rest and it's not bringing them peace. And so if your understanding is not resulting in the fruit of the spirit, then perhaps you should question whether or not you have an accurate understanding of truth because the word of God should always yield the fruit of the spirit because God is spirit and therefore you should yield the fruit of God. So any area of your life where you're not producing life, in other words, where there's feelings of weakness or suffering or sickness or mental health issues or feeling invalidated or condemnation, where there are any sentiments of death in any area of your life, there is a need to apply accurate knowledge, accurate understanding. And the Bible tells us that we are to renew our mindset to the mindset of Christ because there is the mindset outside of Christ and then there's the mindset that is Christ. When you're in Christ, that's light. When you're outside of Christ, that's darkness. When you're in Christ, that's spirit. When you're outside of Christ, it's dust. It's flesh. And there is no freedom in that because freedom comes from truth. And so one of the ways that we've been duped is understanding the Bible through the Greco-Roman lens, but we've discovered at the International Institute of Neurotology, you know, it's what to say, um, that the foundational principle in which all scriptures stand is found in God's name. God's name, Yahweh Elohim, which is the self-existent, eternal one of authority and power. And so the name Yahweh is where we find the principle upon which all scripture stands, which means, um, it's the principle on which also all spirit and all creation function. So it's like a law of function on how something works. And so we now understand the lens of the Bible through this name. And we also then can understand the role of our priesthood because priests were ones who were referred to in the Bible. When you read it through the lens of the name, they were referred to as the sons of God. And they are the ones who walked out the name in their roles as priests. So when you came to the temple, you literally spoke to the priest as if he was God because they were physical representations of God on earth and they functioned in union with God. And if you go in the New Testament, it says that we are a royal priesthood. And Moses was the one who created the priesthood, but he based it on the Garden of Eden. And the temple was a physical replica of the temple of the Garden of Eden. And the Torah was given to help them function as men in the garden. Now, what you may not know about the Torah is that before 
it became law, it was actually just a manual to help them function in the mindset because they had been in darkness. They had been in the serpent mindset for so long. Now that serpent is very significant because remember the Pharaoh wore the serpent on his, I was going to say his hat, that, that thing he wore on his head, <laughs> his beanie. Um, he wore it on his head and it was representation of how man listened to the serpent and had to live in the, in the desert, which is where they were in Egypt. And so they were living in darkness. And so the Torah was a manual to help them get their minds right, if you will, to help them renew their mind. And for us in modern Christianity, we're taught the Bible is theology based on um, what the writers of the Bible understood the Bible to be, but not really understanding that a person of Hebrew uh, descent, a Jewish person, everything for them at that time was about the Torah. Everything that they did, everything that they thought, um, every word that they spoke was based on Torah. And so that means that you have to understand the dynamics of the Torah. The Torah was based on the dynamics of uh, the garden because uh, Adam and Eve were priests, high priests, they were physical representations of God on earth. They functioned in use in union with him by the breath. And so they were given the Torah to help them function like they're in the garden again. Unfortunately, what we're taught as theology is based on modern and Greco-Roman thought. And so we find ourselves with a different understanding than the Hebrew writers. And so this at the Institute has been one of our discoveries on how we're able to view the Bible, num number one, through the name, but also through the lens of the garden, which means that we're no longer looking at the Bible through the lens of the curse. We're now looking at it through the lens of how um, Christ has brought us to freedom. And so going back to even Yahweh Elohim, it means self-existent one, meaning that he functions independently. He functions self-generating as a self-generating, excuse me, being. He also, the word Elohim means authority and power. And so this is all the things that was in the breath. And so, as I said at the top, if you're lacking accurate knowledge, that means you're functioning outside of Yahweh Elohim, which is the mindset that we were given, the mind of Christ, because that is the breath. And I'm going to probably get more into that, but that makes you one of authority and power. That makes you self-existent. So you are not powerless. You don't have to wait around for anyone to take care of your needs, your wants. You actually can begin to generate from your spirit. Because in the new covenant, you're in union with Christ. And you should, as the priest took on the name um, and walked out the name in every area of their life and every area that they did, you should be taking on the name of Christ, Christ who functioned in the Father's name. Remember, he said, uh, Lord, I have, Father, I have kept those you've given me in your name. So we take on the name like Christ took on the name. And we will believe just like Christ was raised from the dead. We were raised from the dead. And so we don't function in dead things anymore. Jesus fulfilled the commandment. He nailed the old spirit back onto the cross. So new breath has been breathed into us. And so like what Adam was the representative for all humanity. And because when he fell, all humanity was found in the desert outside of the thoughts and the ways and perspectives of God. Jesus has brought us back into that. But now we have to renew our mind. Why? So do you remember when 
um, man fell and Adam, well, when Adam and Eve fell and God clothed them in animal skin. He was clothed in animal skin to indicate that he was functioning with the mindset of an animal. In the garden, there were two categories of beings that had the breath. There was man, who Adam and Eve, who were the generators of thought, the self-existent beings. Um, and then there was animals, who were the receiver of thoughts. They were the helpers. So when Adam was functioning self-existently, he was functioning from the spirit of God. So everything that he needed for his life was in his breath. Everything that he could ever need to do anything on the earth was in his breath. And the animals were the receiver of the thoughts of the ones who functioned from the breath. So when he listened to the serpent, he took the mindset of the, of the animal that was the helper. And he began to receive thought instead of generate and give thought. And so you'll notice in the text that Adam was found hiding among the trees because he was comparing himself to the tree. So he went to find his tribe, which is what we typically do when we find someone who thinks like us. We like to um, create these communities with those that thinks like, think like us. And that's actually how we have different denominations, right? And that's how we have certain groups that are connected. And they also dressed like the trees because they were comparing themselves to the trees. He found his tribe. And so therefore he was taken on a mindset of something that was not self-existent in the way that he was self-existent. And so he took on the mindset, he took on the thought of the serpent. He took on the thought of the serpent and therefore the serpent became his father. Here's why, because father in the Bible is not like our cultural understanding. And we try to attribute this to God all the time, but we've misunderstood what a father is in the Bible. We understand a father to be someone who validates us, who provides for us, you know, who teaches us how to function and all these different things. But in the Bible, the father means the originator of your mindset. So they saw, so they listened to the serpent's perspective and the serpent became their father. So they took on his making, they took on his mindset. So what happened is they began to multiply, which is why they were on the earth. Instead of making a civilization of self-existent eternal ones of authority and power in the garden that would spread the garden, they made a civilization of victim-like codependent weak humans who are outside of the garden. That's where humanity came from because we were never supposed to function as humanity because if God is the originator of your thought, then that makes you God because you're functioning as God. So what God ended up doing, you'll remember also, is he found Abraham and said, I'm going to make you a mighty nation because that's what I put people on the earth to do. And they were to recreate the garden. And so you'll remember that they were also circumcised and they were circumcised to reflect the removal of the animal skins, the removal of the mindset that was adopted after they fell out of the garden. Because in the garden, they only functioned from what was breathed into them. So their wisdom was the spirit of God. However, when they listened to the serpent, they invalidated their spirit. 
and began to look outside of their spirit for validation and began to use all these different substitute spirits. He used a tree. And so he began to function in a different identity, which is why we call ourselves humans. We function in a different identity. And we've also cut our lives short because in the garden, they were functioning from their spirit, their own spirit, which produced eternal life because Holy Spirit is the generator of life. But now we're using different substitute spirits to generate life, like uh, Adam did. And we should not be doing this because of the work of Christ, which is why I'm always saying, live from your heart, live from your heart. And so this made um, humanity codependent. And instead of generating life from life itself, which is Holy Spirit, we now are trying, like Adam, to generate life from dust, from the tree. When we, and, and, and we supposed to be functioning from our own spirit. So when with Abraham, the foreskin was cut off, that means they were making the decision to cut off death by changing their perspective. They were to be in the garden instead of the desert. They were not supposed to be human. They were supposed to be self-existent, eternal ones of authority and power. They were supposed to be Elohim. They were supposed to be God. God was their kind because when God breathed the breath of life into dust, that was fatherhood. So once the breath was multiplied into man, Adam and Eve, everything from the issuer was multiplied. That includes um, everything, all of God's titles. That includes his nature. That includes his essence. That includes his thought process. That includes his functionality. All those things are in Holy Spirit, the breath of life, and they were put into man. That's why the Bible says we can do all things through Christ. Christ is also called spirit in the Bible. We can do all things through the spirit, which gives us the ability, the strength to do all things. It is when you are not functioning in the spirit that you don't have the ability to function from the spirit and creator of all things, which was Adam in the garden. We are the priests. We are the ones that God reproduced himself into. And Jesus, of course, has restored us back into that. So in the garden, there was the law of a seed reproduces after its own kind. This is a pattern that you would see. And so it was used for plants. The author expected you to draft in the comprehension of the reproduction of animals by him um, quoting what he referred to when he was referring to the plants and the trees. And then he um, referred to the blessings. And so what's also interesting is in Hebrew writing, we miss a lot of context because we're looking at this in our English language. But essentially what I'm trying to drive home in this episode is um, if you function from your spirit, here's what is really, really interesting. If you function from your spirit, you're taking off the weak mindset and lens of humanity and you're taking on the identity as God. Now that doesn't mean you are codependent on God because for an example, when a mother lion has a baby lion, the baby lion has the nature of his mother. He has the essence of his mother. And so he knows how to function as a lion. So when 
God produced Elohim, it was produced to be self-existent, just like the lion, <clears throat> excuse me, just like the lion doesn't need its mother to understand how to breathe like a lion. We are not um, codependent on God. Like we're always waiting on God to do it and wondering what his will is. His will is from you to live from your spirit. And you don't need permission. Sometimes, well, I'm waiting on God to see if I should go apply for this job. You don't need permission to bear the fruit that comes from your spirit. You simply reproduce after your own kind because your spirit contains everything you need to function. So we are to reproduce after our own kind. We're supposed to teach our children how to also function because the reason he gave us his spirit and even the word Elohim, let me go back up. The word Elohim in the Hebrew form refers to strong authority or strong leader. And so that's this picture of this ox yoked to another ox. And so, you know, in ancient Hebrew culture, agriculture was very strong. And so an ox was used to um, field, to use on the field to plow the field. And so wherever there was a new ox, the, form the farmer would bring another ox and yoke in them together so that the new ox can begin to function like the experienced ox. This is how God has yoked himself to us by the Holy Spirit. So every time we're saying God, we're not referring to God out in the sky, God out somewhere, but we're referring to God as the strong authority that has yoked himself to us by his breath, by Holy Spirit. Just as the animal is able to reproduce the little lion cub, God has done that, reproduced himself by giving us the breath of life, by giving us the Holy Spirit. And it is through that that he guides us. It's through our nature. But when you are using external reference points, you're not using your spirit. You're using something outside of you, which has now made it your father and has now made you codependent. But that is something that we have to eliminate because that means we're working in darkness and we're going to get the fruit of that, which is why so many Christians are dealing with depression and anxiety and stress and self-hate and all these other multiple things that we're identifying ourselves as instead of only identifying ourselves as Elohim. Everything that we need is in our breath. Everything that you need is in your breath. You are equipped by your breath to understand how to strategically function. Now, just like they were given the Torah in the Old Testament, we've been getting Holy Spirit and now we're caused to renew our mind. But what has happened is because we have taken on the, uh, when all the uh, fathers died and um, the Romans came in and began to um, create all these different rules and systems within scripture, we've now produced these mini dynamic uh, denominations, which really still has us functioning in the desert because the mindset and thought of God only has one particular mindset. And that is that you function through the name of being self-existent and eternal and one of authority and power. And so because we're not doing that, there's very little power that we're seeing. And even though there's um, a church on every corner, 
We're not affecting the world like we should. So the purpose of renewing our mind, by the way, is not to get closer to God because you're yoked to him by breath or to follow what your denomination teaches you, but to come back to your spirit. It is our responsibility to renew our mind. So when we think and we function, we're functioning from the gift of wisdom. We're reasoning and we're understanding and we're not using dust. Everything in scripture is very concrete. Everything in scripture is not, nothing is mystical. When you understand the Hebraic lens on which that when they wrote it down, right? And by the way, it was the disciples of the disciples that wrote the scripture down because it's like, oh, and he died. How could he have written that if he was dead? It was the disciples. It was because, by the way, when a rabbi um, took on a student, the student had to learn the exact mindset they memorized verbatim what the teacher said. They even took on the manner, mannerisms of their rabbi. That, that means the, that the rabbi became their father, the originator of their thought. And so they were able to function in the wisdom. So when you saw the rabbi, when you saw the student, you actually saw the rabbi. This is what Jesus did. He said, when you see me, you see the father. Because he took on the thought. He made him his father because he took on his lens and his perspective. That is what it means for God to function as your father. That even though they live by the Torah and we live by the breath, both of us had to renew our minds. They had the Torah to do that and we have Holy Spirit. And now we have to reorient ourselves into God's perspectives. And so if you're using money as your reference point, Money has now become your father because you're using the perspective. If you're using your political affiliation as your reference point, that has become your father. If you are using relationships, that has become your father. You have made that your substitute spirit, which also means that you have made that your idol, which also means you have made that your devil. And you have created another mental image of who you actually are, which is why you're not functioning in full capacity, which is also why life is cut short, because it is by Holy Spirit and living from Holy Spirit on a day-to-day basis that you continue to generate life. And you may say, well, I know lots of people who are in church and they, and they, um, they died soon. Then you miss what I said. Then you missed it. <laughs> you missed what I said. You are not created to live from external things, which includes all the things that came from the mindset that we've been taught. You are created to function from your own spirit. You have to make decisions from your spirit, which results in you multiplying thought after your own kind. Thought in the Bible actually means spirit. You are producing spirit after your own kind. When God said, let there be light, that was thought and it produced things that we see today. So if you are functioning from your spirit, that means you're functioning like the priest in the Garden of Eden, and you're going to produce life on earth. But as good as a person, if you are, you're not functioning from your spirit. You're still living in the desert and you still function from the mindset of the serpent, which means you are still functioning from the wrong father. 
And so this was really to encourage you to just think about, just think about, because um, a lot of the things I'm saying are very new and hard to grasp, I get it. But I just want you to think about and consider if you're not producing fruit in every area of your life, there is some inaccurate knowledge somewhere because truth produces life.